I'm all about building communities, celebrating unique journeys, and sharing stories about the paths people have taken to enter the tech industry. Join me as we explore the skills my guests have learned in their prior jobs, schooling, or life experiences, and how they apply them to their current roles in tech. Today's a really special episode of We Belong Here because we have our first return guest joining me today, Caitlin Greffley. Caitlin, I'm so excited to to have you on today uh, and to chat about what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so happy to be back. I feel so special being the first return guest. It's like I'm holding a secret. Like, what are we going to be talking about? <laughs> but, I mean, obviously, you've had you've made some new moves in your career. So maybe we can get some updates there. But most importantly, you're publishing a book. Yeah, so exciting. <laughs> it's really I mean, it totally is. It's it's called the Boot Campers Companion. And I am so stoked for audiences, the audience to get their hands on this. Me too. Yeah, I'm really, it was fun to write it. And I'm excited to try and help people with it. Okay, so so let me let's, let's go back in time for everyone. Uh, let's your episode, which I will link in the show notes. Also, if folks want to hear Caitlin's full story and arc to, you know, her software development career. Uh, I think the title was brewing up a career change. (laughs) She was in in the uh, beer industry sales for beer um, before learning to code. Uh, And I think my partner came up with that pun. I don't think I can take claim for that. But um, and and I remember us talking about you finding your first role, but you've moved on since then. So where are you now? Yeah, I'm at The Motley Fool now. Um, It's an online investing uh, company. They give investing advice and stuff, which has been fun because not only do I really like my job as a developer there, but I'm learning a little bit about investing. Oh, that's handy. That's a two for one. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I get to like really dive into front end a little more. That's kind of how I was trying to like direct my career. My first job was very full stack, very a little bit of everything, which I think is great for a first job because then you get to kind of figure out what you like. And I I got a lot of context for um, other parts of the development world that I don't work in as much anymore. But I I really knew that I wanted to dive in the front end. So I get to do that here. Oh, that's so great. So actually, I have a question about that. So how did you decide when to start searching for your next role? Because we do on this show, yeah, talk a lot about like how to find that first job, you know, what's the art of that particular piece, but then there's a whole other career part of that. Mm-hmm. When is it time to move on to the next one? And when to yeah. start searching for something different or to prioritize different things that you're wanting? Yeah, for me, it was, it kind of just worked out because I was a little over a year into my first job and okay. I felt I was feeling very strongly that I wanted to dive more into front end. And Mm -hmm. I initially approached the company I was at and tried to see if that was possible. They didn't have any front end specific roles. I actually think they had one front end specific person, but um, that wasn't something they wanted to focus on. So when I realized that I wasn't going to get to 
dive into that at my company. That was when my wheels started turning. And right then is when um, I had a recruiter reach out to me and ask about an opportunity. And so I was like, well, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess Might I'll as like, well have the conversation. That, yeah, <laughs> go down that path. So, um, so that's kind of how it worked out for me. I think, yeah, I mean, I like, I'm really looking forward to staying put at this company cool. now for a long time, because I have kind of jumped around. This is actually my third job. I spent nine months at Nike in between in a contract role. Um, okay. And so I think like, there is some positives to being at different companies. And like, I've learned a lot from different angles, um, how teams operate, how code bases work. Um, but I think there's so much to gain from staying put too. So I'm like excited to do that now. But I think in terms of people making that decision of when is a good time to make that switch, it totally depends on how you're feeling at your sure. team. If you can grow there the way you want to. Um, yeah. But I like that you're, you, what you were curious about kind of led that and, and mm -hmm. you listen to that because I think there's a, that is one of the huge perks of being in this industry is you can never really get bored. There's always something new to learn. And once yeah. you're, once you've kind of plateaued, you know, it is probably time because you want to stay excited and passionate and curious while on the job. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Definitely. Well, and I also remember from our last conversation that you, I mean, just were like, so incredibly passionate about encouraging companies to, you know, look outside their traditional hiring pools for diverse candidates and, and giving tools and resources to the teams that you're on, on how to support those new team teammates. Is that where the inspiration for your book, the Boot Campers companion came from, or tell me more about your journey to writing a full book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I, that was something I really wanted to do was like convince hiring managers. And I think I like started to go down that path and got a little overwhelmed for one, I don't know a ton of hiring managers. And sure. I also it also felt kind of, it felt like a big reach for me to try and make that kind of impact. So I kind of like turned around and looked in the other direction at like the folks who are trying to get hired, and thought like, how yeah. can I help them? Um, because that felt like something that like, I've I've done and I yeah. know the struggles that I felt when I was going through a boot camp and I felt like I was learning so much and at the same time I felt like there were these huge gaps in my understanding of like the tech industry as a whole and like how how different things worked and some stuff that felt so intimidating and confusing and just totally different from my previous career. So I think that's where it came from of just wanting to, yeah, help people fill those gaps. I love it. I mean, it's it, the different chapters in, in the book really are thoughtful and organized in that way. Um, knowing that, you know, some people are, being brand new to the industry won't have the context of like the vernacular, for example, of what people around them might be talking about. And so mm -hmm. even you have a chapter that is essentially a glossary of terms that people might be using that gives folks a quick kind of check and, and like, here's some resources yeah. um, and some links also, which I love in for each of the categories that they might be hearing. I don't know, you know, during a standup and it's not 
immediately connected to the project that they're working on. So even going through and defining like HTML, CSS, but then explaining what React is or what a library is versus um, Mm -hmm. like a a framework. framework. That was so thought. I mean, I love that you did that. (laughs) Yeah, it really came a lot from me remembering what I was really confused about like one of the things I say is like, I was wondering, I was like, is JavaScript a kind of Java? Like there was just all these things. Remember the day I asked that question, I can tell you exactly where I was when I asked that question at a meetup. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I also, a lot of what I wrote is informed by conversations I've had with aspiring Mm. developers because since I've been on like, podcasts and made my transition into the field, I've had a lot of folks reach out and I I try and make time to like email with them or Zoom. Mm -hmm. And they have a lot of similar questions of just like, yeah, what am I supposed to be learning? Like, what do I like? What resources did you use? And what you know, like job titles, should I actually be looking for? What's the difference between like all these job titles? And okay, so, actually, I'm yeah. obsessed with that chapter. Also, the job title one. Uh, uh, first off, like just going through and explaining that is so important. Like, okay, this is what you would be working on if you're doing front end. Here's mm-hmm. what you'd be doing if you're a mobile engineer. But then the yeah. fact that you also give the well-researched average salary for that mm-hmm. role. I mean, that's a treasure trove for potential. Like just, it's helping people maybe figure out, I don't know, that question comes to people quite a bit. I imagine when they're first going out, like, Oh, what particular area of tech do you want to go into? Or what are you going to be? What type of jobs are you going to be going after? And this, this is kind of a quick checklist to help people even have the language to answer that question. Yeah, yeah, the language to figure out what you want to be, but also what to search for. Like, I remember searching on like Indeed for jobs and being like, do I search developer or software engineer? Is there a difference? Like what? And and it really like, it is interesting also to see the salary data um, Mm -hmm. for different roles, because there's some roles that I would consider the same, but then they're reported different salary data. So it's like, yeah, like the difference between developer and software engineer, like in the US, I think of those as the same. But then like some like, based on that title, like some of them pay more sometimes, which is really interesting. And then like full stack is one that not there's not a lot of jobs titled like full stack right. engineer, full stack developer, but I didn't, I was going through full stack bootcamp. So I thought I should be looking for That's what you jobs think that specifically yep. said full stack. I had, yep. I just yeah. had that conversation with someone. I was like, you will not see that job description anywhere. Yeah. That isn't in a title. Yeah. But it's just yeah, like, unless yeah. it specifies front end or back end, just assume full stack. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Oh, gosh, no, it's just like being very, metacognitive about the things that you've learned and consolidating it into a really, you know, bite-sized readable. I mean, it's a fun read. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I just, I think it's, it's a handholding guide for all of it because it's not just then about that. It's about how to apply for a job, what even to expect in an interview and breaking down those different stages so that nothing catches anyone off guard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, one of the things I had fun doing with this is mm-hmm. I 
come from a sales background, as we've talked about. Right. Um, I feel like I am a professional stalker sometimes because of that. And (laughs) (laughs) not stalker, you can't say, I don't know, another lurker, um, finder of people. But um, I, (laughs) that was one of the things that I like, I break down in extreme detail of like how to find someone on LinkedIn that might be helpful for a company you're interested in. Because that was like one of the tools that I just like happened to have coming from my previous background. And so I was like good at reaching out and finding people at companies. And I want other people to have that tool, even if they don't have, yeah, the sales background. Right. And so that they're not terrified to send the, the reach out email you've even Mm -hmm. included a template or like here are the three things yeah, that you I've must included, include. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I include things that you should say like, yeah, like compliment them. Everyone loves compliments. Start with that. Um, I've included messages that I've written that I've Love had it. success with. Um, and so like just kind of sharing, yeah, every, all of my experience. And then like, I've talked to other, other friends um, in the industry and they've, you know, they've helped inform my, what I share here because a lot of it is my personal experience, but I wanted to make sure that it was a little more well-rounded so that it captured kind of just the general experience you might have in the industry when you're searching and in that first role and stuff. Yeah. I I think that that is, well, I love the vulnerability too of like, here's what I did. Here's what I tried. Here's what worked. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's just being so honest and you know, it's that anecdotal data that makes us realize that we're not alone in navigating this mm-hmm. either. And, and yeah. um, I think building off of that, you have a chapter on community and how to learn in public, how to use Twitter, what hashtags mm. to even be following. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm curious how you, what your takeaways were with building a community and how that kind of helped you in your journey. Yeah, it was building, especially my Twitter community was like very much trial and error. And Mm. um, I even realize now I'm at around like 10,000 followers. And I still am like learning kind of how the social media portion of it works. But I think my experience was just like, so positive from the beginning with tech Twitter, like I, I started my Twitter account, I didn't have Twitter before was 2019, very late to the game. I started my Twitter account the same day I started my boot camp. Okay. So, so listeners, if you're feeling like, wait, I don't know how to catch up with this or yeah, I don't have one. Totally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're not alone. Yeah. For the most part in the beginning, I was like tweeting to myself and mm-hmm. that, um, I think that's, I just started being honest. Cause I was like a total of four people will see me admit that I don't understand JavaScript. Like I can admit that to four random strangers on the internet. That's totally sure. fine. And the more I started just kind of talking about, I think in the beginning, I really talked about my struggles and what I was like, I was just like, I don't understand react. I think that was one of the tweets I got. Like one of my first tweets, I actually got engagement on where right. like, 10 or 15 people replied and were like, Hey, here's a great resource that really helped me. Or like, feel free to reach out if you have questions. Mm. And I was just like, Oh my God, people don't even know me. And they're being helpful and like sharing resources. And well, there's just so much relatability and being vulnerable too. Mm I'm saying like, I don't get this. (laughs) Especially in tech, because we have all been there. Like, Yeah. Slash are still there. Always there. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. No, that's so, oh my gosh. It's so, 
it's so true. And I think, yeah, I think it's definitely how you can then build a network that then helps you leverage those relationships. Mm -hmm. It sounds conniving, but like in a positive way so that you find places that are going to be a good fit. Well, yeah. And that's why, like, that's why I wanted to call it building a community and not networking because like, I feel like if you come from a place of saying like, I just want to like, I want to get to know other people in my field, know other people who are on the path that I'm on, like learn from them, commiserate with them, whatever, like the making connections that will make a difference in like your job hunt will come naturally from that. It doesn't have to be like this. Yeah. I always imagine like, just a bunch of like white men in suits standing around in a conference work room when I think of the word networking and like, it doesn't yeah. have to be like that. It can just be <laughs> so, like, not a yeah. Visual. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, I don't want that either. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it can totally just be about you just like, even if you don't get a job from these connections, even if you get oh. a job from like a random, like just like, cold applying to a job, like you're still going to get something from building a community, whether it's resources or just people to talk to about being like, yeah, this is really hard. Is this hard for you too? I'm, is this, am I the only one this is hard for? Like, no, you're not. And you never (laughs) really are the only one. And so to realize that can be, I don't know, incredible. It just, yeah, it's, it feels so, it's an important part to realize during the journey that you are never the only one that's struggling. You're never alone yeah. in that. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you shouting that out. I mean, I think it's great that you're targeting this particular audience and saying, here are the resources. Here's what I wish mm-hmm. I had. Here's what I'm realizing is a trend in all the conversations that I'm having with mm-hmm. folks who are also making this career transition and leap into tech. Uh, and I wonder, like, Talk to me about the process of the, actually writing the book. What was the best part of, what was your favorite part? What was the least favorite part about writing this, this thing? <laughs> yeah, I, so I actually started this last summer and I think I was like intending to write a couple blog posts. And okay. then I <laughs> heard some like inspiring stories about people going for the ebook thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, that would be fun. Like, I want to give that a shot. And yeah. I kind of outlined, I think I outlined something like 17 or 18 chapters. The book is now 11 sure. chapters. So I started pretty big and started writing chapters. And then I started kind of feeling overwhelmed by it and sure. thinking like, oh my God, like it definitely gave me imposter syndrome to just think like, who am I to like, mm give people advice or like tell people what to do. And then I kind of like, you know, realized with probably the help of some supportive people in my community, um, that it's like, it is like, I'm sharing my experience, which was, I've had this like very successful experience in tech so far. I would say like, I'm very happy. I have a great work-life balance. Like, um, I've worked into a job that I like, like I, yeah, I landed, my first job before I even finished my boot camp fully. And yeah. so it's like just sharing that can be helpful for others. I've seen it in the conversations I've had with folks over Zoom and stuff. Um, but there was like, I think I had to like take some time to like battle that imposter syndrome. And um, also like, like there's things when I, in my chapter about languages and frameworks and libraries, I do blurbs on languages I've never worked with. And so like trying to explain to someone, I was like, should I be the one telling people what like Python is like at a high level? And then it's like, well, yeah, because now 
I have a better understanding of like where that exists in the tech universe yep. that yeah. in the beginning I was so confused about like just sounded like a snake like I, that was the <laughs> totally yeah. yeah plus there you can reach out to a python expert and be like does this ring true <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's valid right and so it's like it's definitely my experience but then it's me compiling you know resources and notes from like what I've learned from my community. And I think just bringing it all in one place, I think is really going to be helpful for folks. And so yeah, I like I started the book last summer, probably got three quarters of the way through, um, put it down for a while. And then in January, just thinking about what I wanted to work on this year, I was like, I want to, I want to finish this book. It's what I've written is going to help somebody. If it helps like one person, then I'm happy. I have, yeah, I I just want to like, get it out there and yeah, help people have a better either boot camp experience or going the self-taught route. I think this yeah. book works for that too. I agree. Um, and just be successful and land a job and be happy in the tech that, community. That's what I was going to ask you next is what do you hope readers and listeners right now, you know, what do you hope readers take away from reading your book? I hope they feel better about whatever they're doing. I think like, I do have, like, I think the first and last chapter basically are about the fact that like, it's, it's really hard, like what you're doing, going through a boot camp, like learning a lot really fast, having all those fears about whether you're doing the right thing, like, a career change is such a big thing. And I think like, I really want people to know that like, you're not alone in that. And that also like you're learning really great life skills, honestly. Like I've the, the skills that I've learned going through my boot camp of like feeling like something is impossible. Like there's no way I'm gonna figure this out. Yep. And <laughs> and then like getting through that, getting through the frustration yeah. and like figuring it out is like something that like I I was building a deck on the back of my house last summer. And I don't know how to build the deck. And <laughs> and there was definitely mistakes, but I felt like I could see that I took them better than I would have before I had like learned the lessons I learned in my boot camp of like, yeah, you make mistakes and then you just go, okay, like that's of course I'm going to make a mistake. I've never done this before. And you like, don't, don't take it too personally. And then you like correct and you learn from that and you don't make that mistake again. And it's like, I don't take things as hard anymore. And I want, I want people going through boot camps to also not take things too hard because I know I would be like devastated when I couldn't fix a bug. So I I want that for people. And I also want people to find jobs. So like a lot of the tips on like, yeah, building a community, making your portfolio stand out, like Mm -hmm. learn, like taking supplemental materials if you're just not getting something in your boot camp and doing that to like up your game. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, like to the job hunt and the interview process, like there's half Mm -hmm. the book that's about like, that's really about kind of how to find that job, how to get noticed, how to like make contact at the company. Um, so yeah. I love it. I think that that is, I mean, it should be every 
graduation from boot camp present that so much yeah. <laughs> what I'm imagining now for my future mentees. So thank you yeah. for providing that for me personally. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh goodness. I yeah, I mean Caitlin, I, I think listeners are really gonna get a ton out of this. And mm-hmm. you know, I just appreciate you well sharing this with me today because it's coming out soon, right? Like it's we're having yes. a, what are the dates? Talk to me about that. Yeah, the pre-release, the pre-sale is going to be February 22nd and it's only going to run for 48 hours. It's going to be at a discounted rate for that time and then the official release date is March 8th. So okay. um the on the release date, the pricing is going to be $24, uh, pre-sales $19. And then I would love to offer your listeners an additional 20% off by using the code BELONG uh, when you check out. And yeah. Uh, wonderful. Okay. Well, listeners, go immediately as you're listening to this. Um, yeah. And then and then let us know. Let us know your favorite parts of it as you're reading and what, what parts you're you know putting into action and... We would just love to hear about, I don't know, those those moments that are feeling like aha moments for you also, because I've certainly mm-hmm. had some while reading it. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Caitlin, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for you. Uh, and I, I appreciate you sharing this with, with the We Belong Here community. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. I will talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> and that's a wrap on today's episode. I'm Lauren Lee. Thank you for listening to We Belong Here. If you have any questions about this or any other episode, find me on Twitter at Lolo Coding. That's L-O-L-O-C-O-D-I-N-G. Shoot me an email or leave a comment on the We Belong Here website. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please subscribe and review the show on your podcast player of choice. And be sure to check us out next week for another story and lessons learned from an unconventional path to tech.